Good evening, church. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. My name is Colin, the pulpit minister here at Central Church of Christ. And this is Dan Spade. He's one of our elders. And here at Central Church of Christ, it's our mission to be God's heart and hands in this community and beyond. If you'd like to learn more about what that means, I want to encourage you to head over to our website at www.churchvictoria.com. This is our Wednesday evening conversation through the law and the prophets where we open up the Old Testament, we move through the narrative and the text, and we see how it impacts us today as the church and how it how that text connects to Jesus. Um, if you're listening Listening to this on the Heart and Heads podcast. I want to thank you so much for joining us. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed to the channel and you have the bell turned on so you get notified every time we upload a video. And if you're watching this on Facebook, make sure to like and share. That really helps us out. And make sure to comment down below. Um, if this ministry has blessed you or you'd like to partner with us in this ministry, I want, want to encourage you to head over to that website. At the top of the page, we have a donate button that uh, take, will take you to PayPal, and you can partner with us as we seek to teach and preach the gospel. Uh, we're going to pray and get into the lesson. Again, church, thank you so much for joining us. Let's pray and we'll get started. All right. Father in heaven, thank you so much for the for the 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 way you interact with us. Father, thank you for the for the care that you show to us, for the power that you have, for the glory and the majesty. We're going to get to read about that today. We're going to get to study about that. And I pray uh, a prayer of thanksgiving for the opportunity that we have to do this and for the opportunity that we have to talk to people wherever they are. We thank you for that as well. Be with them as we as we study today. You know each one's situation. I pray, Father, that you touch them in a very special way with the class this evening. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. It was good to see Sam and, and know that, that he's watching this stuff. You know, it's uh, it's really good. And that's in France, guys. Uh, so it's it was really good to see him. We, had a, we actually had a viewer in Abezergen. Ab I think really? I think it's pronounced Abezergen. I'd have to look at it again. Yeah, very, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Did did uh, did they respond or did you, you just tracked it? No, we just tracked it. Tracked we, it. we can see, uh, if you watch it on the website, we can see where. Yeah. Now, granted, that could be someone funneling their IP sure, through, sure. through the country. I don't know why you would do that, but but you could. Yeah. Um, but we've had some, we've had viewers, consistent viewers in India. We've had consistent viewers in, uh, in a couple of different countries. You know, and guys, no matter, no matter whether we have, whether you're the only one watching, we're still going to do this. Mm -hmm. We think it's important. We right. think it has a future. We think that that uh, if if all we're studying with is one, and, and we know that's not true, but if you're the only one watching, then we're going to study this and, and hope that you have a, a good interaction with us. And and if you disagree with us and something we say, please get a hold of us. I mean, this please, thing's yeah, on screen. Hit, hit us up on Facebook. You yeah. know, you can email me. You can, I mean, there's lots of ways to get a hold yeah. of us. You can call the office. Yeah. Um, that we're, we're very responsive on Facebook. So yeah, just, just get a hold of us and let us know, yeah. you know, agree, disagree, or you'd like to study personally. We do online Bible studies all the time, individually. Mm -hmm. um, so we have Bible study yeah. here locally or, or close to locally. We have, we have classes on Friday. We have classes on Wednesday. That's you right. know, we, we, we put together another class. We need to, we have, we have a, a small group that meets on Sunday night uh, that you're more than welcome to come to. You're welcome to come to anything we do. We'd That's love right. to have you. So, Absolutely. So we're in chapter 33. Yeah, we're in chapter 33. And before we jump into the text, I know we've been jabbering a little bit, but, uh, you know, especially in today's day and age, I think there's this perception or this feeling that uh, consequences are always negative. Um, is that always the case? Are no. consequences always negative? No. no. Uh, God's very clear in Hebrews. Mm -hmm. Tell us in Hebrews chapter 12. He said, endure hardship as discipline. 
Well, discipline, you know, you have five little kids now. You have three of your own and two foster kids in your house. Yeah, I've got three sons that I that we raised up, me and my wife raised up. And I know that discipline was never intended for negative. Ne you said negative? Yes, negative. It, it, ne it was negative. Now, it's a it bad been, thing. It was negative to them. In the they moment. They thought so yeah, in, in the, the moment. moment. But I think each one of them would tell you because I'm watching them. Uh, I'm watching the, the ones that have younger kids implement some of the same practices we did with them. So they must not have thought it was too negative. It was if it was worthwhile enough to, to, to carry it on. You know, I know that, that in this text, it's going to seem harsh and hard and cruel to what God's going to do to these people. That, but this is discipline. He is, you know, there's some that are not going to change. And he's got to get the, get the attention of the rest of them. And I think that uh, that when we start to understand that that uh, God's interaction with us sometimes can be harsh, you know, I'm never going to say I know exactly why this happens or that happens or why that happened or didn't happen. I'm not going to say that because I don't know. I don't know who's I don't know who's in I don't know who's doing what. Imagine for a second, and I think this is this is part of it for me. So imagine for a second you're looking at a you're looking at a football game, mm -hmm. and you know every play the other team is going to run mm -hmm. through the whole game. Mm -hmm. You know in the second quarter, halfway through, they're going to run this play. Yeah. You know it. You have perfect knowledge of what the other team is going to do. Don't you think you could position your guys accordingly sure. so it's a complete and total blowout? Absolutely. So Absolutely. God's the same way. So God knows, in my mind, this is how consequences work. God knows the individual. He knows what he needs to do to get this person from point A to point. He knows whether that person is going to yield to him. He knows if that person will go to point A to point B. You know, I mean, I've had I've had a lot of interaction with a lot of people over the last three weeks. Okay, you know, people in the church, people out of the church, <laughs> and uh, and uh, there there are uh, uh, I I firmly believe that there are people in this body that God has sent to me for something very specific, whatever it may have been, for, for me at a specific time, for me to learn a specific thing so that I could get better and be better in the next moment, the next hour, the next day in what I did. You know, you, Bobby Baxley, uh, John L., uh, Dan Marshall, these James Colburn, these are guys that have come, you know, and even some of the women. I mean, I, I, mean, uh, I can't, Pam has been incredible. Uh, Sarah, Sarah T Taylor, I can't even, I can't even begin to tell you, you know, what, what her involvement has meant to our family. Uh, you know, and I believe that God uses people. I think he, I think he uses Satan. I think sometimes he allows Satan to get in our lives. It's never for harm ever. It's always to make us better, you know, and, and uh, that's why I think that discipline from God is always positive. Now it may not be positive to you at the time. And it, and well, it doesn't feel good. No, it and does. I think that's part of the problem. Part of the problem is we we believe in in our society today the ultimate good, the highest good, is what feels good. Yeah, right. It's not what is actually good. Yeah. For example, you know, training, physical training, is tough. It's yeah. hard. It doesn't feel good. No. no. But it is immensely good for you. You know, I mean, we have a lot of parents, younger parents out there that believe that that discipline should be a pat on the head and a, and a kiss on the cheek and and oh, now, 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 you know, and and that's not what God says. That's true. God doesn't say that. And and, and I'm not going to get into all that, dear, but but you go read the book. God has very specific about how to raise children, what to do with them, how to discipline them. He's very specific. His plan works. 
people find out, you know, they go off in the far country, what, ha- what the product's mm-hmm. done find out. You know what? Maybe I need to go back. My father's plan was pretty good. When, when the pig food starts looking good. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you know pigs, you know pig food don't ever look good. you got to be really, really hungry to want to eat pig food, you know, because mm-hmm. it don't look good at all. And I just, it's just, you know, these guys are going to figure out, you know, and he, he's going he's gonna to start. I mean, he started at the end of, he struck them with a plague, you know, right. because of what they've done. Sometimes punishment is harsh. Yep. It's harsh. I'm not going to say, well, this happened because of that, or this this pandemic happened to eradicate all. I'm not going to say any of that because I'm not God. I don't no. know. I know what I have to do in the in, and all of us have to do. I have to I have to look at the people around me and try to imitate what they're doing godly, and uh, and try to apply that to my life. God is always working, absolutely, to save the most people. Yeah. What's one of the main goals of God? It's yeah. one of the main things what he's he working for. It's one of the main things he's working towards. And even here in chapter 33, even in 32 at the end, where he strikes the people with a plague because of what they did with the calf Aaron had made. That was, what is he doing here? He is bringing the most people to him. And it doesn't, it seems like, oh, well, he struck him with the plague. How is that? These are people who have chosen either not to follow him or they weren't going to turn. Yeah. These are not people who, there's no one on the planet Who's like, oh, if only that person had heard, yep. they would have been saved. God is excellent at bringing the people, putting the people in place he needs to, to bring people well, to him. When you say stuff like that, it's like you, like you make God out to be a cripple. Right. Like he's not yeah. capable of walking into where he needs to go or talking when he needs what? to talk. And I almost want to ask, why would you want to serve a God that isn't capable of saving potential potential followers? Yeah. Why would you want to serve that, that God to begin sense. with? Like it doesn't, that doesn't, yeah. No, but then we always yeah. have to be ready for God, for us to be God's heart and our hands, like we have in our, our mission statement. Well, and We're let, be let's, God's heart and hands. let's look at what, yeah. because that, what okay. it doesn't mean, oftentimes we get to, to this part of the discussion with this in mind, that God is going to move the people that need to. We think, well, then there's nothing for us to do. I can sit back and do nothing. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Yeah. Let's see what happens. So in chapter 33, then the Lord said to Moses, leave this place, you and the people you brought up out of Egypt and go up to the land I promised an oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob saying, I will give it to your descendants. I will send an angel before you, not me. I'm not going before you now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I will send an angel before you and drive out the Canaanites, Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Go up to the land flowing with milk and honey. But I will not go with you because you are a stiff-necked people. And why? Notice what he says, and I might destroy you on the way. You guys are so ridiculous. <laughs> you guys are so stubborn. You know, you've earned the name Israel, struggles with God. And I don't want to wipe you off the map. I really don't want to do that. So we're not, I'm not going with you. That's it. So he so he sent an intermediary. I'm going to send an angel. Yeah. And my angel will go before yeah. you. Yeah. Who right? does not have the power to destroy you? Yeah. Who who won't? Well, yeah. if because if I'm there, it, it's your toast. Probably going to happen. Hasta yeah. la vista, baby. It's it's yeah. going to happen, right? So when the people heard these distressing words, they began to mourn. I mean, isn't it interesting how? When we start facing consequences, we wake up to the reality of what we've done, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I, I think here, especially with what's going on in our society today with, with trans and, and transgender issues and all of those things, 10 years, 15 years down the road, there are going to be a lot of people who wake up with horrific consequences. Oh, yeah. There oh, are going absolutely. to be families completely and totally torn apart because they mutilated their child to 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 bring to life to, a fiction to, to prove some kind of of i don't know what that is well, imaginary foolishness yeah. you know i mean it's it's 
it's a lie. Mm-hmm. It is a lie that boys can go to be, can become girls or girls can be, become boys or we can be anything that we are not. We are what we are. You know, there are, as as uh, one psychologist has put it, there are effeminate men and there are masculine women. What are we going to do? Carve them up. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And so 20 but years, but, but 20 years Cole, from now, we're going to see that. We're Cole, see that's these, a, that's a product of, of people that have abandoned a relationship with God. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I now, mean, they can, yeah. now they can say, yeah, oh, they, well, may, they this, would say they, that. They yeah. can, of course they would. Yeah, they would say that. You can take the book and you can carve it up the same way and make it say whatever you, you can turn it into whatever you want. That's right. Yeah. You can, and I've seen it happen too many times where it's been carved up and made into a book that, that fits the status quo, that fits the agenda. Well, you I don't understand what we're saying here. We don't have any, any prejudice or hate. No, towards people. Uh, no, we're talking about the ideology. The ideology is bad, mm-hmm. and it's going to have consequences. It's yeah. going to hurt people down the road. Yeah, and that's what we don't want to see. That we yeah. don't want to see people hurt. No, you know, there's don't. so if, if you're if you're listening to this ideology and you're and you're being persuaded by it, you need to stop. You need to seek out other opinions mm-hmm. because there could be another explanation. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that you have to to destroy yourself physically, mutilate your body cut off healthy tissue um in order to to be to to feel whole yeah. you know there are other ways there's to other address ways to feel whole. there's a lot of stuff that there, can be done with trauma there's a therapy. lot of us there's a lot of us came to god and didn't feel whole for that's one right. reason or another that's right and it did, maybe didn't have to it, maybe that because that wasn't the, the 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 dialogue of the day when i was growing up it is today yeah. it was different and it created a hole in me just as much as the hole is created in some people today mm. You know, and Jesus was the only one that could fill the hole. Changing and becoming, you know, the worse than I already was, was not an option. It was an option that some people took, but it was not an option that I was willing to take. I had, I knew that's not going to work because those people were begin, were getting dead. Yeah. And so the, the, the best, the other course of action was, okay, let me look at something else. Let me look and see what Jesus says, if it's true or not. That's right. And give him, and give him a fair shake. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to give if you're going to give this other dialogue a fair shake, then give him a fair shake. Give him at least as much uh, as much effort and as much energy as you would this other stuff. Absolutely. And see if it if see what turns out in the wash. Well, I cha- I challenge you. Come to one of my classes on a Friday night for one year. Give me one hour a week for one year, and I promise you, you're going to look at the book from a different perspective. I promise. I promise. It will not be the same. Don't bring in an agenda. Just say, I'm going to listen to this guy's point of view. I'm going to listen to the book. I'm going to see what it says. And let's, and let's go from there. Absolutely. I challenge you. Well, I, you've been challenged. I promise you. <laughs> you know, I, okay. I know what, because I've seen it. I've seen, I've seen people come in before who had this leaning before. I, I had one that came, came in and I didn't judge that individual. I didn't say you're wrong. You know, oh my God. Oh, you know, no, that I just talked them the book. And after about six months, the person said, oh, my God, oh, my God. And they they committed their life to Christ. And the last time I talked to this individual, they were still committed to Christ and not back in the old lifestyle. And that had been 10, 15 years because it filled a hole with that other lifestyle. And that person told me that 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 lifestyle could not fill the hole. It's amazing what happens when you want change. Yeah. Well, they didn't know that at first. No, and they didn't. Peace. I understand. But the reason that I even got in touch with them, I believe, is because God's brought them here. Now, 
you know, other things happen, and I'm not gonna get into all that. But you know, it just, it just, it it can work, guys. It can work. I promise you. So, In verse four. When the people heard these distressing words, they began to mourn. Yep. And no one put on any ornaments. So these, so some of the ornaments they lost because they, you know, were busy making yep. an image. But yep. these they've taken off <coughs> because they're in distress. For the Lord had said to Moses, "Tell the Israelites who are a stiff-necked people, if I were to go with you even for a moment, I might destroy you. Now take off your ornaments, and I will decide what to do with you." So the Israelites stripped off their ornaments at Mount Horeb. Now Moses used to take a tent and pitch uh pitch it outside the camp some distance away calling it the tent of meeting anyone inquiring of the lord would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp and whenever moses went out to the tent all the people rose and stood at the entrances to their tents watching moses until he entered the tent as moses went into the tent the pillar of cloud would come down and stay at the entrance while the lord spoke with moses whenever the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance to the tent they all stood and worshiped each at the entrance to their tent the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Then Moses would return to the camp, but his young aide Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. So Moses is going out. They're all camped outside of Mount Horeb. God has made this declaration. You're going without me now because of your foolishness. I don't want to destroy you. So you're going to go to the land without me. I'll send an angel. Take off your ornaments. I'm, I'm displeased with you, right? So Moses is going out to this tent of meeting to the Lord and speaking with the Lord every day. What do you think he's talking about? Wow. I I think probably because in that tent of meeting, what's going to happen is, is people are going to come and ask Moses questions. Uh, if I'm Moses, I, I, I have got a laundry list of questions to ask. And I think God is probably answering his questions and then clarifying some of the misconceptions that Moses has. I would think that's what I would think. And I would want from God is please clarify. You know, it's like where I'm at right now. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't think is, is his wife with him at this point? I'm not sure if she's come yet or not. I believe so. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, I've, I've got some particular challenges right now that I am more than willing to take, to, to, to take on whatever gusto I've got. But I'm, I'm, I may need to, I'd like to ask God that and say, you know, and I haven't done this, but you know, God, what do you want me to do? I already know what he wants me to do. You know, this is my wife. You know, I mean, I know what he wants, but you know, how am I going to do this? Well, he's going to show me. He already did. I had lunch with John L the other day on Friday and we, we were there for almost an hour and a half. And uh, I told my wife that, that I was going to leave the hospital. I was going to go eat lunch with John. I said, I'd be back. And she kind of grinned and she said, I know what that means. You know, it's going to be a while. And, and it was just, it was just normal conversation, but it was exactly what I needed at the right time. And, and I'm the one that told him, I said, John, I need, we need to go breakfast for lunch because I need somebody to talk to. I just sure. need, I just need to chat. We didn't talk about anything about what's going on. We just kind of talked about general stuff. And it was exactly what God brings those people in your life. And I, and I would ask him, you know, uh, give me the, give me the, the forethought and the vision to listen to them. Hmm. You know, how do I listen, God, when, when, when I am, when I am, uh, uh, you know, I, I think I told you Sunday, you asked me if I'm okay. I said, no, I said, I'm wore out. I said, I'm tired. Cause I was tired. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I wore out. I said, you know I mean? I don't know how I can put a foot in front of the other one. I said, I'm just, I'm, I'm done. You know I mean? It's, it, you know, I had to go to Fortran and, and it just, you know, I'm, I mean, I was on fumes, 
I've just run on fumes and, you know, but, but I needed, I needed someone like you to come up and say, are you okay to, to care about me enough to look at me and say, something's not right. This, this guy sitting on the couch, he never sits on the couch. You know, he's just sitting there. Looking yeah, y'all the... never ended up in the conference room. It was really funny. Yeah. It was like never... you had the, the elders meeting, right? We right never did. The we never, did. Never, never got over there. No, we never did. Mm-hmm. And even Gary came and, and met with us. So then we just kind of interacted with people as they walked in. You know, I thought it was probably a, a probably better than than what than going over the conference room. If we need to go over there, we can go over there. But I think that was probably better. And probably, I think God knew I needed to be over there. You know, uh, you know, when we talk, it, it's it's... It's it's just different over there. It's not the same as as when Sam Booth comes up and hugs me and says, "Man, I'm so glad to see you, man." You know, always so, good seeing Sam. You know, so it's probably likely. You know, it's interesting. You you how do I how do I hear these people? How do I listen to these people? How do I deal with these people? You and I, I wonder. You know, Solomon said a very similar thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Lord, give me the wisdom to lead these people. And I wonder if that's part of what Moses is talking about with yeah. God. Yeah. You know, more than likely because I mean, this is upsetting. Mm-hmm. Everything that Moses has been through. You know, he, they, they finally get to this place. I mean, I can only imagine what it was like to stand in front of the most powerful person in the world with the most powerful being that ex- that's ever existed mm-hmm. behind you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a, it's like you're obviously the, the earthly power is very limited yeah. and comes from God, yeah. but you're just a guy. Yeah. Standing in front of what is, I mean, that's like going up to the president of the United States and making demands you know, and with the full force of the yeah. authority yeah. and the power of the government behind him. And you know God's in your corner, but you ain't seeing necessarily God in your corner. That's a, that's a stressful position. And then to get to this mountain and have these people do this. Think about this. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an Israelite, and I've just been involved for the last couple of weeks or last week of, of this nonsense. And I've seen it. Maybe I participated. I don't know. Maybe maybe my my son got killed by the Levites, not me. You know, I don't know. And and then and then I see, I hear what God has told Moses to tell me. You're a stiff neck people, I can't go with you because if I do, I'm gonna kill you. And I'm going, man, well, we messed up. And then I see this this pillar of cloud descend on this tent and i know what that means and i'm and i'm thinking man i'm an idiot how in the world and i feel like that sometimes don't you yeah man what an idiot i feel i feel so so stupid sometimes the stuff that i do some things that that i that, and i'm thinking god please 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 be patient with me <laughs> i'm trying really hard here you know and it's just tough sometimes and and i and i put myself in these israelites place and i think you know, what would I do, man? What what would I want to ask God at that, in that tent? You know, why in the world do you put up with us? Yeah. Why? Why do you put up with us? You know, I mean, it's... Uh, He's going to tell us pretty soon. He's yeah, going to tell us why he puts up with us. Yeah. It's what know, the sermon series is all about. Well, you know, when when uh, when I get to go home, maybe then I'll find out why it was... Uh, why he put up with me. You know, how, how much... And, and, and when he shows me personally how much he loved me. You know, when he hugs my neck, you know, when, you know, you know, when I, when I, uh, uh, you know, the interaction, like I said before, that we had me and my boys, not, not the daughter-in-laws, but just me and the boys because of my, my and, and, uh, you know, it was pretty special. Yeah. You know, if, if it, if it took Georgia going down for that to happen, then, 
she'd be okay with that. She'd be okay with that. You know, so anyway, let's move on. So Moses said to the Lord, you've been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. So it's pretty funny because God has throughout this episode, mm -hmm. um, God has said, look at your people, the people you brought out mm -hmm. of Egypt. Mm -hmm. And Moses turned around and given that right back to him, right? Yeah. These are your people. This nation is yours. The Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. So this is different. He has just said that, no, I'm going to mind you, I'm not going to do this. Moses, over this time period, has continued to intercede, has continued to intercede on behalf of the people, has continued to, uh, to encourage God to come along, you know, and deal with this beat. These are your people. Deal with them. And the Lord, so the Lord replied, my presence will go with you. Then Moses said, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. Mm -hmm. If you're not going to come along, God, don't send us. Mm -hmm. Right? How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? So our identity, and this this is a this is really important. The identity of this people is based on you. God, if you don't come, who are we? It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You know, what makes us any different? You know, the Assyrian general uh Sennacherib stood before the gates of Jerusalem hundreds of years after this, after they've already gotten the land and they've, mm -hmm. they're already messing everything up over there. But he stands before the gates of Jerusalem and he says, don't think your God is any better than all the other people's gods that we've already conquered. Their gods didn't deliver them. Your God's not going to deliver, deliver you. What's interesting is that whole, this whole episode is actually recorded by the Assyrians. They have a tablet that outlines all of their military victories over all these people. And then it gets to Jerusalem. And there's nothing about them conquering Jerusalem mm -hmm. because they didn't. Yeah. They're, they lost 185,000 soldiers. Now, the Bible records it as an angel that came along and killed those soldiers. A secular historian, we have a historian who, who wrote about that time period. And what he says is some mice came up out, out, out of the, uh, the ground and they ate all the bowstrings. 185,000 guys... You know how many mice? You know how many bowstrings? You, you understand how ridiculous that is? You, you know, I, I, I'd want to, I'd want to talk to this guy, and say, why was the book not good enough for you? Well, I, look, in peace. How the angel went about doing his job? I have no idea. But if you, I, I don't know what's more miraculous in your mind that a single spiritual entity, an angel of God, came in and wiped out 185,000 guys, or that angel. Or that angel caused mice to eat their bowstrings and, and make them have a defeat of some sort, right? I don't know which you want to believe there. I'm not going to put if it one you way look or the at other. The text, but if you look at the text, when when they when they get up the next morning, they're all dead. Okay, the angel killed I, these people. I'm right? not. I'm not. Yeah. Look. Now, maybe, maybe he got the mites to crawl in their nose and eat their heart, man. I don't know. I'm not. I'm certainly not disputing that. What I'm pointing out is. One way to get God to move very quickly is to remind him, is to say, look, look, Father, we are yours. Our identity is based off of you. We don't want to be like other people. We, we, we want to be, be like you. you. We yeah. want to be like you. And it's interesting to see how when this intercession is made, God responds. Yeah. 
That's that's a, that's an well, odd thing. I like the idea, and I don't think we have time to do it today. But you know, the, my presence will will go with you. I think when when he sends in angels, it's ministering spirits, like it says in Hebrews chapter one. Mm-hmm. I think his presence is there through that angel. Now, not literally his presence, but but you know, I mean, if if I if I send someone as my representative, then I am there. I am with them. I mean, think of how. And, we'll, and we're going to stop here in verse 14. But think of how the, the whole point, what God is doing, and what we're going to see in Leviticus 9 and 10, is God get back into the camp. The, the covenant's been broken. That's And they're experiencing some of the consequences of that. Yeah. The tent of meeting is outside the camp, not in the camp. Right? It's supposed to be in the middle. So it's outside. God wants to be in the camp. And in Christ, we have God's spirit. If you've obeyed the gospel, you have God's spirit, his presence dwelling inside of you mm-hmm. we have each become a temple That's and right. when we gather together on sunday that temple is being formed up yeah. together it's like um, I, it's like i always tell my class i said i said this building here is nothing it's yeah. brick and stone and carpet and stuff it only becomes special when we walk in that's right because holiness is not part of the building that's right holiness is part of the people that's right of god and Imagine the great security you can have knowing his angels are ministering spirits sent to to sent to minister serve, to those, minister to those, those who, who will inherit, inherit eternal, life. eternal life, and then God's very presence itself dwells within us. Yeah, that's where this is going. Yeah, that's where this is. That's working. where it's going to get to, and we're the culmination. This is where of it's it. headed. We're, the church is the culmination of it. Christian, it's this plan that the Israelites put into jeopardy when they made that idol. Yeah. Now they didn't really put it into jeopardy because God's great and He yeah. can He can God. take what their their screw ups and, and He them. did and, and He, he did. does and He did and He, he did. did, but that's what happens when you kick against yeah. the goat. Yeah, this gonna be it's gonna be fun next week. We're gonna we're do gonna, more. We're gonna do it more. Yeah, we're gonna it's gonna be a while because you're gonna go on vacation, so we won't record again. But oh, we've got right. we got plenty of them. Say you know that they'll see before they see this one, but uh, and we're gonna put uh I, we're gonna we're gonna work on getting the we did a, I did a VBS adult class called uh he made them male and female mm-hmm. and i i forgot to record part one of that class but i did record part two so mm-hmm. part two was it's an hour-long class we're going to break it up and we're going to see if we can break it up and put it and and put it out there for the next few weeks as well so we've got we've got some more content coming okay out. good deal yeah. all right let's pray yep father in heaven thank you so much for the opportunity we've had to uh, to to study with you and allow you to help us to learn to this this evening Father, I pray that uh, that your presence will always be with us. That we'll always live our lives in a way where where you would uh, uh, that you would be with us, Father. We thank you for the opportunity. We want we want Father to be faithful to you. We want to be your family. We want to be your people. And uh, and Father, please be patient with us as we strive to learn our part of this whole this whole thing. Uh, Father, we know what your part is. Uh, you're in the part of in the business of saving people's lives. And you've done that with us, and we thank you so much. Bless our audience. Help them wherever they are, in whatever situation they find themselves in, uh, to stay faithful to you, stay focused on you, and to continue always to study and to learn to grow. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.